Thank you for tuning in to Detail Memoirs. This episode is brought to you by Rotafest and Zenware. Rotafest is the most powerful mobile invoicing software designed for auto detailers and recon professionals on the market today. More than just a mobile invoicing app, it gives you a complete suite of tools to manage your business. Yes, it has a mobile app designed for the iPhone and Android to decode the VIN and create an invoice in the field. But it also includes integration with QuickBooks, customer management tools, text and email reminders, reports, and now inventory management is included in this powerful suite of tools. Learn more about Rotafest at rotafest.com. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> Every episode, as we're getting ready to do these, somebody always says some snarky, funny remark. And so you get us laughing. Rod will say it's usually gonna, me and I do it on Rod, purpose. Rod said he was going to comb his hair differently today. <laughs> Can you tell I parted it on the right side? That's right. So, <laughs> so welcome to another episode of the Road FS Detail Memoirs Business 101 series with, of course, our man, the myth, the legend, Prentice St. Clair. I'm Jody. And I am still Rod, no matter how you look at it. He's still Rod, man. So, so dude, we are super excited to have you on. It's hard to believe we are in the middle of February into oh 2022. And, you know, there's been so many amazing things happening as we have talked to customers, um, both at Mobile Tech Expo, just one on one. And I'm telling you, people are really having a great experience with this series. So I want to invite everybody to go out to the YouTube channel. There's six others prior to this. So please go out like share and subscribe most important so that you can get notified when we do one of these so um with that said prentice i mean you have been everywhere training extraordinaire at the pns detail academy of course you're running your own detail academy and uh, detail in progress so you're a busy dude and we appreciate you taking the time to do this series with us so What's in store for today on our Business 101 series? Yeah, well, I thought we'd um, talk a little bit about customer records. And, you know, it's important to keep information on your customers. And then how can you utilize that information to to increase your profitability and make sure that your shop stays busy? Yeah, I like the way you put that because I think a lot of times when we think customer records, we think a closet full of box and shelves of printed receipts and everything that we've ever done for that customer, you know, for tax purposes. And you mean like this? Like that, that right there, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right. And, and actually, we have, a, we have an experience that we use a lot of times when we're talking with Uh, potential clients are when we're putting on a presentation at MT where I went to a client's location and they literally a client walked in and said, I've come in here for years. And they went to a filing cabinet and they started going through, which looked like the cards in an old library. (laughs) They pulled out a little five recipe card and they had notes written on it. And just the action of trying to go through those recipe cards after 15,000 clients is insane. That's true. Unless they're alphabetically arranged, it's not too bad. uh, (laughs) And I will, full disclosure, uh, years ago, you know, I came from a corporate background back in 94 when I started this business full time. So I had some experience with with a lot of Microsoft products. So I started out using Excel 
to put my customer data on. And even though uh, most of it is still on Excel, it's still very handy. I get a lot of use out of that for sure. But Absolutely. You know, and I think modern, that's just more, more modern ways to do it these days. But, but I think the main message I want to get across today is you've got to be recording this stuff. I don't care if you're brand new and you don't got any money. You got to have a notebook and you got to write down some things like the customer name, their cell phone number, their email. If you can get it, the address, the year, make and model of the vehicle. What did you do to the car today? It can be as simple and stupid as that. And then that eventually is going to get loaded into a computer. And then eventually you're going to be able to use that, that information, perhaps even with some uh, mobile software that that'll allow you to stay in touch with that customer. Right. But I think the main thing you're getting at there is you have to retain that information somehow. Um, and, what you know, people are like, well, why do I why do I care? Well, it's really important to be able to look back at the last thing you did or yes, even special little things about the client. Part of retaining a client is understanding them and relating to them. And when you have one or two clients, if you're doing work for just one or two people, that's easy. But when you have 15,000 or more, um, <clears throat> you know, to know that Joan likes a certain scent versus another scent. Don't ever put vanilla in Joan's car because she hates it and it brings up a core memory of whatever. You have to have those notes. And that's what's important about clients. Um, we have a client that, you know, was doing some work and, and the their client has a real uh, love affair with uh, giraffes. And so this guy really literally has notes in there that talks about be very careful with the client's giraffes. It's a big deal. They do some uh, home stuff. Um, but that's, you know, getting to know your clients and relate to them is where you get that personal relationship. By the way, who has more vertebrae, humans or giraffes? Ooh, uh, that's uh, dude. I think people would assume the draft because their neck is so long, but it's probably us all it's, squished. It's equal. It's equal. Oh, really? Same wow. number of vertebrae. Interesting. Wow, there you go. Interesting so you facts. That's right. Fun facts on Business 101. Yeah. And so, you know, I, I consult with a lot of detail businesses and, you know, a lot of folks um, who have been seeing this podcast have been contacting me and we've been spending some time on the phone, which is great. I love doing that. We get so much work done just by talking on the phone sometimes. Um, for example, one, one fella in uh, Utah called me and you know, he's running around washing cars all day long and he's trying to figure out, uh, you know, why he's not making enough money. And I said, well, what do you want to do? And I said, he said, I want to have a shop and I want to do ceramic coatings. Well, then you got to figure out how to stop doing car washes. And we figured that out. And he's got a shop and he's now, you know, marketing more towards ceramic coating. Anyway, a little aside there. But, um, you know, I do talk to a lot of people on the phone and and it's not uncommon to have somebody who's brand new, just starting and they're, they're just starting to make a dent in their area. And they really are taking notes on the person's name and phone number. And I even talk to people who don't take any information down. You know, uh, for example, I had a conversation the other day and, and the guy said, um, yeah, you know, business is a little bit slow. And I said, well, you need to pick up your, your, your book of customers, wherever that, whether that's on software in a notebook or on the computer or whatever, and, and just make phone calls. Just start calling people. Uh, just go down your list of people and call, say, is it, and make it a friendly conversation. Is there anything I can do for you? I want to make sure everything's okay with your car. Looks like we worked in your car a year ago, six months ago, whatever. Um, and it's amazing what happens when you start doing that. But then that person that says, oh, well, I don't have any phone numbers. Well, you just blew it. And really, it's just a notebook. 
if, right. if, if you're just starting, it's just a notebook. I, I can't encourage you enough. You've got to capture that information however easily or fancily you want to do it. So from your right. perspective, what information is really critical? Well, obviously, the first and last name of the customer, uh, if you also deal with a spouse or perhaps a uh, front office mm -hmm. person, you should have that information as well. You know, the cell number is going to be huge um, because you can also use that for texting uh, email if you can get it for sure. Yep. And, you know, the, the address where the vehicle typically is and the mailing address, if that's different. Those are important things to have because sometimes a simple postcard mailed out to several hundred of your customers can generate all kinds of of, uh, of uh, phone calls back to you. So, right. and, so and to your point, and, you know, then there's other things you can get. You know, if you happen to know their birthday, because you can you can capture that birthday information. And then what I like to do is send out a card with a picture of their vehicle on mm. the birthday card. Happy birthday. Here's your car. Because most people, believe it or not, do not have a picture of their own vehicle. And you take a picture of it when you're done detailing it and it looks spectacular. That's a really cool thing to send them later on. That's cool. um, And then one more thing that I like to This is just my own personal. I, I really enjoy um, figuring out where people came from. So, yes. um, and this is also a, a marketing strategy as well, especially if you're spending money somewhere on some kind of marketing, even if you're not spending money, if you've got a, your free Yelp page and your free Google business listing and your free next door listing and whatever other free listings you can have or Instagram, or is it coming from Facebook or is it coming from TikTok, wherever it's coming from, you got to know where those people are coming from. And then you can look at that tally but again, whether it's on a computer or whether you've just got in a notebook and you can count up, where are my customers coming from? Where should I spend time uh, in my advertising, in my marketing? Um, so that's important, too. And then, for, you know, if it's word of mouth referrals, write down or enter. I've got a column in my Excel sheet that says, where did that person get referred? Who were they referred by? Was it by a specific person? Was it through a business networking group? I know where everybody came from in my book of right now. It's about 1500 people. Remember, it's just me doing the work, just me and yeah. one employee. So it's real. I have a real small close to home uh, operation and that's the way I want it. But those 1500 people are very high quality customers. And I know where every single one of them came from. It's kind of cool. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that that is really, really important. And you've been working with a, a local customer of ours that is really dialed that in using Rotafest. Yeah, and then this is using software, obviously, and, and apprentices, right? However you're doing that. But using software, you can tie that in and actually track the dollars and know which yes. referral sources or advertising is actually bringing you in money. And that's where you want to spend your money. And if you take a step back from that kind of automated process, you're just starting out or something, Prentice, you can even take your spreadsheet and <clears throat> very inexpensively have a subscription to MailChimp and upload those customers and sale at, send out an electronic mailer through MailChimp or some of these other right. you know, constant contact. So there's definitely ways to do that at whatever level you're at, right? Yeah. Obviously. And again, if you don't have the information, guess what? You can't do anything with yeah, it. You, yeah, you, you, so you got to do that. And so a lot of the newer um, softwares will do automatic uh, reminders and callbacks and things where they can ping your customers for repeat business. Um, that doesn't replace anything that you're talking about. That doesn't replace sitting there and going through your contact list and sending out, you know, hey, it's Valentine's Day. Get your 50 days actually, you know, close to Valentine's Day. And so it's like you get your 
you know, Valentine's Day special or whatever it is, Arbor Day, or I don't care what your specials are. The only way you can do that is what Prentice is saying is if you track that information. Um, right. And then the vehicle information is just as important. Yeah. Because yeah. at the time of the year when you're, if you do boats, then there's a certain time of the year when you want to market to boat owners. If you've got sports cars and convertibles, you want a certain time of the year you want to do that. So organizing your data in whatever method you have, you still have to have it organized so that you can then get the benefits of that. You use data. it. Yeah. Yes. It's only as, as valuable as what you can do with it after you've collected it. Right. And don't assume that you're going to use it one way or another. Just collect as much of it as you can. You know, um, one of the, the one of the great things you can do with, with the software and you can even do it just on your own. If you don't happen to have software, uh, it's scheduling software. You can send a uh, thank you text with mm -hmm. links to your um, review pages, your reviewable yep. pages. Yes. Yep. Say, hey, if you really like the work, would you mind clicking here and and writing a review for Yelp or Google or whatever it is? You know? Yeah, absolutely. And I think people ask it all the time. They're like, how do I get reviews? Well, you have to ask for them. Yeah. You have to ask for them. When I, and you I can do it in a very, very, um, what's the word, casual way. Just, hey, we really enjoyed working on your car. Thank you so much. If, if you were really happy with what you what you liked, if you wouldn't mind clicking here, you know, don't make it a big deal. And, and certainly also, you know, if you weren't happy with something, please call us right away because we want to take care of it. Right. Well, and I think one of the areas that, you know, especially new guys struggle with or gals is they're like, are my marketing efforts effective? Right? Yes. And if you're not recording how and where and when somebody came to you to be at that very first contact point, how are you ever going to know where to spend more of your energies? Right. So right. If, and you could have a whiteboard of a tally. How did you hear about us? Or in our, you know, with with our yeah. software, you can actually re record every single little aspect of how people found you and then run an actual report on on actual dollars that were right. converted based on that lead source. And so whatever you're doing, you need to be able to track that data, especially on the marketing side. Yes. So, yeah, really, really important. And, you know, finding out um, if you're if you're getting a return on investment, that ROI yes. on on your advertising. You know, um, I've been around since, I don't know, 1994. We didn't even use wax. We just used spit. But anyway, um, <laughs> you know, in those early days, people would try to get me to spend money on on print advertising or, you know, some mm -hmm. kind of. Um, advertising on grocery carts in the in the store or the back of oh, coupons yeah. and i tried a couple of those things and what i found was when i spent money on advertising i didn't get very much return on investment because i kept a record of it um, there yeah. were a couple that worked okay but really what i decided over the years is is this is just for me that's not for everybody but for me it didn't make sense to spend money on that advertising. But the only reason I was able to come to that conclusion and then save a lot of money over the years is I kept a record of it now. Yes. So if yeah. you're the guy or the gal that's out there and, oh, well, that's okay. I kind of have a feeling about, you know, where my customers are coming from. Yeah. You, you, everybody has a feeling, but when you start marking it down and taking the data, and this is from the psychological research background that I have, then you really find out what's going on. And you might find out that you're spending a hundred bucks a month on whatever advertising campaign. And it's really, it's not giving you the return on investment that going to a networking group once a week gives right. you. 
Yeah, right. The other thing is the vehicle information. If you're not studying that vehicle data to look at the types of cars that you're working on and which ones are bringing you in the most profit and the right. services you're doing. We see a number of people that have, you know, 15 or 20 service offerings. And when you start looking at the data, they're only really doing five or six things. And right. the things that are bringing them in the most money, like your guy that said, I want to have a shop and do ceramic coatings, then why are you providing, you know, car no. washes? So <clears throat> you really need to analyze the data from your current customers and see what's bringing you in the most stuff. If you're getting a ton of referrals for interior work, then maybe you should focus on some interior work. And, and the only way to do that is to track that from the very get-go. I got a car. I did this service. This is the year making model of it. And then look at that and, and really decide where you're at. I use Diana Balboni all the time because she's, you know, her statement to us was, I'm a little gal and I'm not going to work on big trucks. So you got to, you got to track that stuff. If you want to yeah. work on little cars, if you want to be the specialty guy, you know, my uncle all the time used to tell me when I was growing up, you need to be a Mercedes mechanic because you can charge hundreds of dollars an hour to do that. And I didn't want to be a Mercedes mechanic, but in that case, if you did, you track what you're actually working on and what's bringing in cash. Right. Right. So um, along those lines, you know, this idea of what kind of work do you want to be doing? Okay. Number one, that's what you need to be marketing and putting out on Instagram, not um, pictures of cars you just washed. If you don't want to do washing, if you want to do ceramic coatings and you want to put pictures of cars you just ceramic coated and hashtag, you know, ceramic coating your city, that type of thing. But then, you know, tracking the kinds of vehicles you're working on, let's say you start getting a whole bunch of Teslas in a row. Well, that means you should probably do ceramic coating Tesla as your hashtag. Okay, because they seem to be popular. People want that in your area, Uh, you know, whatever your area, whatever the car is that that they like there. That's what you want to market. But if you don't have that information and again, if you're just going on a feeling, you know, versus, you know, actual data, you know, if you're in an area with a lot of uh, lifted trucks and and you don't mind working on lifted trucks. Sorry, Diana. I know you're I get it. I don't like (laughs) it's just too big. But anyway, um, lifted trucks. And then you figure out, well, how do I market to these lifted trucks, folks? Or or or, you know, a, a funny thing about San Diego, there seems to be a lot of Porsches here. I don't know why, but there's a lot of Porsches in San Diego. So I get a lot of Porsches. So I market directly toward Porsche owners. But the only reason I know that is because I keep data on it. So, yeah. And because the Porsche experience is right there in SoCal. So that's, you know. Yes, that's true. Another important thing you can keep on your your records, um, whether it's, again, writing a notebook or writing on your calendar or putting it in your computer or putting it in your software, your your scheduling software, is how often does a customer want to be serviced? Very important. Mm, Uh, I just recently um, had a customer that call me. uh, I think the last time we saw her was about 20 years ago, and she just happened to call um, and say, Hey, I just saw you're still in business. I just inherited my dad's 77 Mercedes 450 SL and I want to get it cleaned up. Oh, what a great fun to work on car to work on. And we made it beautiful. And I said, so, you know, I got with her and said, is this going to be parked outside inside? She says a little of both. I said, well, we should probably get with you about every six months or so and, and put another coat of sealant on it. And she said, would you contact me on that? Great. I can set that up in my yep. software. 
and get exactly, it out. Exactly. Like, exactly. And that's, yeah. I think that's just, that's kind of the key is that interaction right there because now you're not having to rely on marketing. You're relying on your data that you've been collecting for 20 years to bring dollars in. And that's one less thing that you have to worry about is your your tracking of this of the of your clients and their needs for 20 years is bringing you customers back in and that's what everybody wants is that quote passive income that just comes to you yeah i'll tell you another one this is an interesting little tip um i keep all my texts uh you know you, you have options to delete your texts after a certain number of whatever length or years or months i just keep them because i'll get a random text from from somebody that i haven't seen in three years and i just scroll back through okay who is this what did we do um you know uh, in fact uh, uh, I, there's a navy seal that's done a lot of work for with me over the years he just texted me um hey uh hope you're doing well i'm gonna send my commanding officer to you i'm like yeah man he's probably got a couple of nice cars but i scrolled through that text and went back through and was able to figure out okay so this is this is uh joe and joe you know did these kinds of things with me so these are the kinds of things like he's probably talking to his commanding officer about so when he calls me we can have a, a, a legitimate conversation see and i would have assumed if i got that text that i was in trouble I'd have been like, right. oh, crap, somebody's <laughs> commanding officers. about. I'm sending you to my commanding officer. That's right. Oh, That's no. So, yeah, no, I agree with you. I mean, the thing about it is, is keeping a text message, oh, you always have a record because somebody could come back to you and say, hey, I contacted you and told you I was available Thursday and you scheduled me for Friday. And you could look back at the text and say, it actually says the first, which is a Friday. So I assumed it was a Friday. Let me change yeah. that for you. But then you've always got that. I don't want to always come rely on the CYA, but it's also it's it's covering your ability to remember. We can only have so many things that we remember. And, you know, especially if you've been in business for a long time, you start forgetting certain things, yeah. certain clients and their cars and their needs. And so having a a some form of a backup of that data will help you, you know, things like uh, thickness of the paint on a car. You need to be tracking yeah. that. You know, you need That's to have valid. that in your system because, man, the, the the time that you come in and you're like, oh, this is this is Prentice's car. I've worked on this before. I know this one's good to go. But you forget that last time there was a repaint on the passenger fender and it's only got, you know, point zero fill in the blank and you grab the polisher. It's really simple to just track that data and know. Yeah, that's really that's good. Like notes on the vehicle. So that's an important one. If you're working on somebody that has their cars uh, polished off, then, um, you know, how much paint are you taking off? You could also have, um, you know, the, the mom taxi with all the pet hair in it and remembering, oh, yeah, we had to charge 50 bucks extra on this one last time because it was just full of sand and pet hair and uh, Cheetos and um, half a donut and um, melted crayon. Well, the, the donut wasn't too bad, but anyway, uh, <laughs> keep those notes so that when they call and say, Hey, I need another service. You can, you can call that up and say, okay, so I need to make sure that they're aware. I may have to charge extra for the interior if it's like yeah. it was last time. Right. So, right. And then the thing yeah. about that is, is then you, then you meet and exceed customer expectations. Somebody that comes in and goes, right. why do I care about any of that? Because you are meeting and exceeding your customer's expectations. And you can write down special notes that remind them of things. You know, hey, the last time you and we talked about doing a ceramic coating, did you want me to go ahead and schedule you for that? Because we're just yes. doing a maintenance wash. It, again, it's so much easier to bring in business from an existing customer than it is to grab a new one. You need to take the notes, track the data so that you can maintain what you're doing. 
and you keep in a personal touch because they realize that you're you're actually taking the time to take notes on their vehicle and um you know what what special things you need to do so you bring that up again uh the next time and that's going to be that's going to be really good you know a funny story about remembering things you know back in the early days of running around all over san diego county and doing car washes um that was in the day when we didn't have i didn't have a smartphone so i had all my customers names and numbers printed out um from my spreadsheet and then also i had a lot of them memorized it's amazing how many phone numbers i had memorized back in those days probably 100 200 you'd say somebody's name you know you'd say harry copeland i know what harry's or copeland's number is no problem um and and you know um, how long we've been together and where I got them from. But at, when you start to collect a lot of customers, if you're a high volume shop, forget it. You've got to have some kind of way to track all that information. Cause you're going to have, hopefully you're going to have so many customers coming and going that, that you're going to lose that personal touch. Um, and I think that personal touch is really important. You know, when I just saw my dentist today, I've known him since 1997 and, you know, we're friends and, and we can talk about stuff off the cuff a little bit if we need to, you know, involving my mouth. My teeth are good, by the way. Um, and 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 that I think people really appreciate that personal touch. But if you're not keeping those keeping that information down somewhere um, and tracking it and going over it once in a while, then you're going to lose that personal touch really quick. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that is a lot of people downplay the importance of that. Um you know, and there's certain situations you can. I mean, if I owned a uh, corner car wash and my clients were just literally drive in and self-serve, I probably wouldn't gather as much data on them. I'd still want to gather data on them because you can market to them. But but I really wouldn't need that personal touch. Right. I mean, it's a car wash yeah. and somebody's coming through. Um, but if you are doing personalized services for anyone in any industry, this is so personal. I mean, People yeah. are so personal about their vehicles and their likes and their needs and everything that you need to track this sort of stuff because, uh, you know, you forget one little thing. You know, all of a sudden I forgot that I was giving Jody a, a military discount and that's personal to them. You know, the yeah. next time he comes in, if I don't do that and he's got to remind me for the third time, his, all of a sudden his perception is this guy doesn't know me. It could be something as stupid as wiping off the excess tire gloss when you're done so that it doesn't sling up the side of the car, right? Yep. That can be in your notes for that person, whether it's, again, it's handwritten or it's in the software um, so that you remember to do that silly, stupid little thing because their white truck looks really bad with that kick up running down the road. Yep. They don't like that. So, and, you know, just as an example, years ago, I put together these uh, invoices Yep. So that I could collect information from the customer. Now, this is, you know, this is Microsoft Word. It's pretty simple stuff. And it's got enough information on there that I can collect that while I'm in taking the customer. All right. Again, you can do that on software, too. But if you're if you're relatively new and you don't have something as simple as a good um, a, a good invoicing system or a good receipt like this. In fact, I'll tell you what. 
if you need a receipt, I'll send you this file on Microsoft Word and you can customize it to, to what you need. So just contact yeah. me. That's awesome. Yeah, and I think that's it. Is that people don't need to be worried that if they can't start on day one. I mean, it's like it's like anybody that starts, you know, you see all these things on the phone. Well, I don't have enough money to buy an extractor. Well, how long have you been in business? Well, three days. Well, don't worry about buying an extractor. Go do something that brings in some cash and that will come. You build up your business as you go. I mean, yeah. um, you, you can't expect to start on day one and, and, you know, somebody was like, I'm starting a detailing business. I'm going to spend a million dollars on the shop. I got all this stuff in place. I got a lift. I got all you No, start by getting some clientele, looking at your area, figuring out what it is you want to do. And then you can expand that out. The most successful detailer in the world, whoever that is, I, I'll bet you that that person or persons did not start out on day one with every piece of equipment, every piece of knowledge, every piece of software that they needed to run their business the way it is today. Prentice did. He was like this in 1991. Yeah, well, that's because, you know, he's, he's Prentice. <laughs> Wait, what did I do? Yeah. So you so, need to start with whatever you can, but the, the key, I think, is, is start by collecting the data on your clients and retaining that data and then using it to your advantage to help you succeed. Yes. So I have a question for, sure. for you because I think a lot of, <clears throat> especially newer business owners, they ask the question, how long do I need to keep customer records? Oh, I keep them forever. Yep. Yeah. You know, you've been in business a long time when you see your customers start dying off. Yeah. I, and I, and I do. I've had a few of those where I actually have to write deceased in the, in their uh, information. Wow. Uh, you, you keep it forever. They're, that, that information is super valuable because I was at a client's location here in town and they do some, um, some different services. They do interior repairs. They do boat interior repairs. And a client came in and said, you worked on this boat about 10 years ago and I want the same foam because I really like how it feels. And they were able to go back into their records. Um, now they use our software. They use RoadFS. But they were able to go back in the records and see what foam they used as far as the thickness and the density. And they were able to match it and say, oh, by the way, there's new foam out in the last 10 years. And look at the difference between this one and this one. And they actually upgraded because of the data that they had from 10 years ago. Yeah. So it, it just start tracking it. It makes more sense than anything. Yeah. And then when you've got that data, there's there's all kinds of interesting things you can do with it. For example, at the beginning of the shutdown, I was a little bit panicked about where I was going to get business from. And I decided to send out a postcard to uh, everybody in my immediate area um, and a postcard talking about disinfecting the interior of the car. Uh, and so I was able to look in, in my software and look up the three or four zip codes that are right in my neighborhood um, and send out postcards just to those people. And it was pretty easy to do because I had all the information right there. So yeah. that's the kind of thing you can do. So if you're in a situation where you're you're running out of appointments um, or running low on appointments, you can grab that data and figure out who's going to be the most interesting people to market to. And, you know, for example, maybe you need to market to the people who, who haven't seen you in a year. All right. Maybe not the people that haven't seen you in 20 years like Margie did, but it still worked. I still knew her. But, you know, maybe um, those people that haven't been around for a year, a year and a half, you can target that information if you've got it written down the last time you did their vehicle and then talk to them, text them, email, whatever it is that you do or direct mail um, to encourage them to come back to you. And I'll tell you, this one thing has helped me so many times over the years when business gets slow and I'm actually worried about booking uh, booking uh, appointments is I get that book out and I start making phone calls, direct phone calls to people 
Um, you can do the texting, the emails and all that, but sometimes a direct phone call really makes a big difference. And just, and, and it's this, you know, I happen to believe in God, but this is the one metaphysical thing that I believe in that you put it out to the universe, the universe will answer you. And I, every single time I've done that, and I've had enough years to do it many, many times, you know, I get through to 15, 20 phone calls and people start calling me out of the blue. All right. Because you're putting out that message. I need work. I need work. So, and of course, some of the people will call back in a very common response upon getting that phone call. They say, I'm so glad you called me. I lost your information. I couldn't find it. Yeah. You know, I lost your business card or whatever it was. And so then you've got another booked appointment. So that's awesome. it works, baby. Yeah. And I, and I think that's the thing is once you get in a habit of doing this, you're going to find all kinds of ways to use that data to help you build your business, maintain your business, grow your business, <clears throat> whatever it is. I mean, there's, there's probably, we could probably come up with two dozen different ways you can utilize this customer data uh, in a very, very professional manner to bring business in the door, as opposed to right. just, you know, the yellow pages or your local SEO guy that wants to charge you $1,500 a month to change a couple of words. And, and all those things are valuable. They're not, I'm not trying to ding on those guys that do that, but this is a very easy way that you can control yourself then right. you can go out and get your own stuff. And it doesn't take a lot of time. This is, this is actually saving you time in the long run. No. So, so every time I pick up a new customer, I take the time um, to go on the computer and enter in all the information. It takes like yep. three minutes at the most, right. the very most. Yes. But here's the thing too. Um, all those variables, all those columns of information that we've already spoken of. And here's one more I'm going to give you. What's the first time they did business with you? Date, date and year. Yes. That's a really interesting month and year um, because you can go back to your 10 year, 10 year anniversary with that person and say, Hey, you, I've been taking your car, care of your car for 10 years. Thank you so much. Those kinds of little things. But the, oh, you have all that data, even if it doesn't even make sense to you at the moment. Like, why would I collect a year making model of the car? I don't even know if they're going to have that car next year. What, what, you never know five years down the line, four years, 10 years down the line when you might say, oh, I need that column of information from those people so I can do a special mailing to all those people. Uh, you just never know. So start collecting it now. Again, even if you're just writing it down in a notebook, if you're just starting out, you've got to have that info. Right. Well, what, what other key things do you think are really important in regards to customer records? Oh, well, I kind of feel like we, we hit on the big ones, yeah. cell number, yeah. uh, email addresses, year making model. Um, where, where, where did they come from? How did they find out about you? Yeah. Important one. Uh, when do they first start doing service? Um, let me ask you, what do you think guys? You know, I, I really appreciate just the, when I look at information about my customers, I also keep information about prospects. And I think a lot of times business opportunities miss an opportunity because, oh, I didn't do business with them. Well, just because they're not oh, doing see. business with you today doesn't mean that they're not going to do business with you tomorrow. Maybe they came in, they got an estimate and they're like, ah, you know, maybe I don't want to do that right now. Or I need to check with the wife and then they get busy and they forget. If you didn't collect some initial information at the beginning, 
about this prospect, there's no way for you to circle back around and go, Hey man, I just want to thank you for dropping by. Right. You know, did you want to schedule a follow-up so that we can take care of that for you? Yeah. Yeah. Or you could call them up, you know, maybe you, you know what it means when I say, I got to talk to my spouse about this. You know what that means? Yeah. 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 Nah, it costs, oh, too, yeah. Much. costs, yeah. Too, it costs much too much. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the, the, the really, the really sarcastic response to that. And of course you never say this, but the really sarcastic response is what you can't make decisions on your own. Right. <laughs> yeah, no. So, the but anyway, but that's, a, that's important. And maybe that customer that says, yeah, I don't know. It seems like an awful lot. You know, I, I, I got to call around it. And I tell people, Hey, I respect that. I totally get that. Yes. We're all on a budget. You know, I'm not the cheapest guy. I'm never going to be the cheapest guy in town. And I totally get that. And I'll even tell them, Hey, look, you can go down to the car wash and get some express detailing that might do exactly what you need and you'll be happy with that. Yes. But a lot of times what I'll do is keep that. Thank you for bringing that up. Keep that name and phone number at least and, and call them up maybe in two weeks and say, just checking back. Were you able to get that handled? Yeah. You know, and who knows? There's been a couple of times when people say, you know, I didn't. And I, I've been going back and forth. I'm glad you called. I'm just going to bring it into you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just for fun, you give them a 10% discount. I don't know. Yeah. Like, so I mean. the the other one in answer to your question is what I think is important. And I, and granted, I'm I'm a big data nerd. So um, I think the important thing is for you to look at these things and look at the trends. If you've had a customer a customer for 10 years, they they most likely have gone through several vehicles. Look at the trends in those vehicles to see where they're at in their life. If they're constantly replacing the minivan with a new minivan and a new minivan, but are they, did they start out with, you know, uh, a 10 year old car and now they're a four year old car and now they're a brand new car. And next last week, they just bought a brand new Porsche. That is a situation where you can start marketing to that person in a different way. Mm. Um, and yeah. it's just trends with your client to keep up with them and keep up with the the times, if you will. If you've never offered ceramic coatings and this year your goal is to go out and get some training and become ceramic certified, start looking through your client data and picking out the most likely clients to give you a ceramic coating and then go Good market point. to them. So, As opposed to just marketing to everybody. Yeah, you, you know, market to a targeted audience. You know, if right. you're a boat guy or gal, you market to the people that are most likely to have boats. So I think that that's a key to this data is how do you kind of digest that data and what do you do with it? Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. that's super cool. Obviously, you know, as we've discussed, you know, customer information, data about your customer, who they are, what they do, what they're interested in, their car, all that key stuff really is not only critical for you to make business decisions, but it's also a phenomenal way for you to connect. And when you can connect with your customer, you build loyalty. And that's really what it's about, right? We want to be in business for the long haul. And if you don't have the data to best serve them, you're, you're going to cripple yourself. You're going to cut your legs off at the feet, you know? So, yeah. so make sure that you're doing something. And we want to thank you, um, Prentice. Obviously, every week, every about once a month or every six weeks, we get together to do another episode of Business 101 Series. Um, if you guys have not connected with Prentice, you need to go connect Detail Academy, Detail in Progress, the PNS Detail Training Center, the guys everywhere. So, and if you can't, for some reason, can't find him, call me and Rod, DM us, 
we're more than happy to connect you with them. And of course, you know, Rod and I are always up for a good conversation yeah. about your business, how we can help and grow. And uh, any final words for you? Yes. No. Yes. I have a final word. Yes. Remember that if you don't have customers, you don't have a business. And it's much easier to get your previous paying customers to come back than it is to find new ones. So amen to those databases. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for those that tune in every week. Please remember to like, share, and subscribe. subscribe. And we will check you same time just next week. See ya.